like a fetish club for your ears. Grab a hot drink and turn down the lights. Coming across the airwaves and into bedrooms everywhere, BDSM United is bringing you non-violent, consensual kink education. This isn't for the kiddos or for the cookie-cutter conservative vanilla prudes. We'll be talking bondage, discipline, dominance, submission, sadomasochism, and more today on this BDSM United podcast. I'm Primal Piggy. Thank you for joining me for another BDSM United podcast. Today we want to look at an excerpt from the book Power Circuits by Raven Caldera. You'll find that this is a really good book on uh, power exchange and uh, and uh, master slave dynamics and just uh, it's just an overall good book for anyone who is looking into uh, a power exchange relationship. It might be uh, it would be one that we would recommend you read. One might think from the outside looking in. That processing change in a master-slave dynamic is always difficult for those who have given up personal autonomy and transferred authority to a master or mistress. However, slaves often have a consensually conditioned mindset that accepts changes. Even when they struggle, there are tools for their doms to utilize to help them. Here are a few ways that owners help their slaves process change. It's easier if I have something of my own guaranteed. Brainstorm ways that might make the situation easier for the slave without abandoning the situation or compromising it to the point that others are unhappy. For example, if one slave feels insecure, when another slave sits at their master's or their mistress's feet and watches TV with her, perhaps they can sit somewhere else equally meaningful, assuming that the dominant invests it with meaning, or do a special job, or they get a certain number of nights where they get the floor space. The answer is not for the other slave to have to give up the floor space forever. It's more empowering for all involved if they can find a solution that works for everyone. I'm pleasing my owner. Remind the slave that the difficult situation pleases their master or mistress. Someone who is on the bottom side of a high-intensity power dynamic wouldn't be there unless pleasing their dominant was one of their motivations. They want to know that they're a good girl or a good boy or a good slave and that their master or mistress is made happy by their behavior. Find ways for them to concentrate on this, perhaps with a mantra. This makes my owner happy. I want to see them happy. Boy, am I owned. One of the weird but great things about a power dynamic is that a slave can become both emotionally fulfilled and sexually turned on by not getting things their way. It's one of those things about the slave mindset that people who haven't been there just don't understand. This isn't what I wanted. Isn't what I would have chosen. That means 
I'm really not in control, that I'm really a slave. I can gauge how much of a slave I am by the fact that my preferences are not the priority here. Wow, I really am a slave. That's wonderfully comforting to me. Or alternately, that's so hot. If handled carefully, this can be a real enforcer of the dynamic, bringing home to them just how owned they are and making them feel contented with that fact. Job well done. Raven Caldera says, My boy used to comfort himself about cleaning the litter boxes, a job he hated because it reminded him of the cats he was allergic to. By doing a thorough, workman-like job of it, and telling himself that at least he did it, even, he did even the difficult things skillfully and well, without shirking. Relationship skills can also be done meticulously and thoroughly. Have your slave do research, meditation, or sorry, mediation, anything about how a task can be done right. Make rules and protocols about how this is to be done. Give your slave something to work on that they can achieve excellence in and that is more achievable than changing one's emotions. Positive reinforcement. As we mentioned earlier, slaves like to know that they have pleased their owners. This means that their owners have a vested interest in letting them know they've done the aforementioned good job. Slaves also tend to pretend or tell themselves or others that they don't need compliments. It's not true. They not only love them, whether they admit it or not, but they need them in the sense that they need a clear gauge of not only what they're doing wrong, but what they're doing right. The owner needs to remember to comment on that as often as they comment on the difficulties the slave may be having. For example, that was great. You figured out when you were being triggered before it got out of control. You thought up a solution that would help you and wouldn't ruin the current situation, and you brought it to me calmly. You did great. This is exactly what I want to see. See, you're strong and smart, and you can do this. Don't fake compliments. Just let them know straight up when they do something right and what you liked about it. You'd be surprised how well this works. Peer support. Finding another slave in a similar position, struggling through similar issues, and arranging for them to talk to each other can be a great support. There's nothing like peer support for realistic advice and real sympathy. The problem is that it has to be actual peer support. That means someone who is either on the bottom side of a power dynamic at least as intense as their own, or else is understanding or sympathetic to their position. The very last thing that a slave in this position needs is someone telling them, well, I wouldn't go along with that, or your master and mistress shouldn't even be asking such a thing of you. It's abusive, or you should threaten to walk out if your master or mistress doesn't back down. Those things are the opposite of helpful. Help your slave find someone who can discuss the situation usefully and sympathetically. Remind them of their place. Make sure that your slave's job is not threatened. Give them territory. 
tasks and activities and behaviors that are theirs alone and don't give them away to others. This means choosing those activities carefully. Can you be certain that you'll never want another slave to vacuum the floors or bring you drinks or provide anal sex? Seeing that the practical aspects of their place with you does not change is the, in the least can be a big reassurance. Distress tolerance skills. While we're not suggesting that slaves are mentally ill or mentally challenged, there are resources out there for both of these populations that can help anyone with figuring out ways to tolerate a minimally to moderately distressing situation without going all to pieces. If your slaves lacks good distress tolerance skills, it might be worth it to check those resources out and help them to work on it. Again, I'm Primal Picky. Thank you for joining me for this BDSM United podcast where we looked at excerpts from a book called Power Circuits by the author Raven Caldera. It's definitely something that we recommend and I will put a link in an affiliate link uh, in the original podcast uh, description. I won't be able to do it on uh, on YouTube because YouTube has not been liking our links lately and they've been giving me warnings. So I'll refrain from that. But you can go to the original, uh, the original podcast link or one of them and uh, you can find the link to the book there. You can find all of our resources at www.bdsmunited.com. It was a joy bringing this book excerpt to you, bringing this um, book that you probably may not have known that existed and uh, recommending it to you. And uh, it was a joy speaking with you today, and I'll speak with you again soon.